out there. Hope y'all are taking care. Hope everything is going awesome. Hope you're keeping your hands washed and everything. We got me and the Eagle here for just a two-man show this week. You know, yeah, schedules have to, like, get moved around and stuff. But we're here for episode 166 of the Bloodshot Eyes and Sore Thumbs podcast. Let's go! Woo! You have to put some oomph when you say that stuff, especially when you have a podcast with, like, six words in its title. (laughs) So you just uh, really lay it in there like that. Okay, yeah, so we are here from Edgy Stance's studios. Our uh, digital workspace, you can find that at edgystances.com. We do this show every week on gaming and radness, and uh, we love talking to y'all. Again, I just want to reemphasize that every, I hope everybody's doing great out there. And thank you so much yeah. for listening to us today. Faux show. Um, okay, the voices. I'm Jacob. It's Rattle. Hello, hello. Uh, joined by the best eagle alive. This is the eagle. Hello. What's good? Oh. How's things uh, over there, man? You staying six feet away from your microphone? Yeah, yeah, <laughs> six feet exactly away. I don't know. Everything was fine until I was, my my eagle cry failed, and now I'm worried. Not everybody's cut Probably. out for it. <laughs> the eagle cry. <laughs> Got you. Got you. All right. What everybody is cut out for, well, at least if you use social media, you can find us at Edgy Stances on, uh, just, I mean, pretty much everything. Uh, TikTok, Twitter, Instagram, uh, fun, fun, fun. And there you will have some instructions as to um, join the Discord. I caught myself as I was saying that. It sounded a little cryptic. Like almost as if they would find like a scroll held to a door by a knife. Go like, find Nicolas Cage. Ask him that you <laughs> tell him that you need help finding a Discord server. <laughs> you unroll it, it's like old English letters like W W W dot Anyways, it's been a big week with some um a little bit of disappointments. I hate when that comes around. Uh, a big week of disappointments. All right. Yeah, well, I mean, we had some good news and we had some weird news. And, um, yeah, but we also played some games and that is what is most important. So we can get this underway, shall we? I want to throw one thing out real quick before we just jump on in. Let's go. And uh, I normally don't shout out a lot of... Uh, a lot of just random things or anything, but um, you're familiar with Game Theory, the channel, right? Yes. Okay, so they put out a video that sent me down a rabbit hole, and they were talking about, uh, okay, so in the olden times, <laughs> Nicholas Cage of Warcraft was, <laughs> let's go. Uh, <laughs> I wish everybody could see me pull that off. Right? If I were to put my tongue in your mouth... <laughs> That's from Faceoff, right? I I want to take his face off. (laughs) You have a good Nicolas Cage, my friend. Oh, geez. Okay, so Game Theory put out a video in the olden times when World of Warcraft was only vanilla. (laughs) I could be wrong about that. Okay. They had this raid come out, and um, it kind of jammed it. Long story short, it jammed everybody up because one of the stipulations of the raid was a debuff called Corruptive Blood. Do you know what I'm talking about? No. Okay. Uh, I'll save everybody whatevs. Just go down a Wikipedia Google hole. <laughs> Google hole. Damn. Uh, <laughs> mm. Go down that if, if, if this sounds interesting. But um, so 
Corrupted Blood was supposed to debuff you, um, kind of like bleed damage over time. Nothing too big, nothing, you know, like, but still kind of noticeable because the raid is at a high level. So you have enough HP to be able to kind of sweat it a little bit. Uh, The thing about it is that this debuff also had a quote-unquote contagious type of stipulation. Uh, type of thing going on with it so if you were close to your uh, teammates they would also catch corrupted blood and so you need yeah. to social distance and wow i'm getting there but yeah you're a smart man my friend okay. but uh and again this credit goes to, to well i mean this really happened in history but i'm pointing everyone to the game theory video because it on youtube because it's actually really entertaining if you're in the games but uh, where was I? Okay, so one of the things about this debuff is when you're finished with the raid and you leave the raid area, and World of Warcraft players, please don't desire to kill me <laughs> if I'm not getting some of this stuff right. I mean the best. Uh huh. Toss a coin to your podcaster. Okay, by <laughs> not killing him because he doesn't understand a whole lot of World of Warcraft. But when you leave this area of the strike, that's when it's supposed to go away, and uh, it just cancels. So, whatevs. The thing is, is there are classes in World of Warcraft that are accompanied by a beast, by pet. Sure. They also got this. Oh, uh, no. blood. But it wasn't, if I'm remembering it correctly, ex- you know, all right, I'll just be general with it because I really don't want to mess up too much. So, the, the, the pets could contract this uh, or get this debuff, but they weren't coded to have it drop when players left the raid area it is like something they missed. Sure. So this corrupted blood debuff was now outside of the raid area and infecting anyone you'd come across. <laughs> and so there would be players that are like level 10, level 20, level 30 who can't take constant 500 HP hits. Sure. Yeah. <laughs> and their characters were dying and stuff. It took them like a couple weeks or like a week to fix it and everything. But, uh, um, interesting. I just found that really, uh, really interesting. And I don't want to, like, take away their incentive for sharing this story. Um, if you watch the video, you'll see the interesting link to this about how this game is actually kind of being used in, um, I guess, theory having to do with a pandemic going on right now. Hey, but uh, you need to study WoW, okay? You need to study it. I guess, I guess so. It's ancient history. It is... <laughs> The primordial ooze of MMOs. <laughs> you need to, A, turn purple. And it, well, no, no. This isn't a choice. You actually have to do all of these. Turn purple, wear body armor, but for some reason, show your midriff. Ooh. Like, it's just like, I did, like okay. nobody in World of Warcraft, it's like none of their stomachs ever need any kind of armor. No, orcs is- don't swing towards the midsection. They're mostly, like, right towards the boobs. I thought it had to do with core strength. <laughs> Okay, yeah. I just do so many crunches. <laughs> <laughs> that works. And then C, I forgot C. Like if you get if you if you get through B, then uh, <laughs> you'll be fine. You're good. <laughs> <laughs> you are good. We'll leave that. That's out. fair. Uh, you here's some. Well, here let me let me throw some good news before we go into a little bit of bad news. Did you read? Red Dead Redemption 2 is coming to Xbox Game Pass. I did. May 7th. Wow, what wow, a whoa. get for them, man. That's yeah, huge. They got GTA 5 on there now and Red Dead on there. It's Man, I really need to start doing I I really want to find out what happens with these deals. 
oh man like, i know like how do they like get work paid? it out like i like i i kind of feel like i'm at like i should know right now already how this kind of thing works like you know not talking about like specifics that can't be mentioned i'm just talking about the general you know let's do gaming business framework of how game pass is affecting things and you know what kind of money they see what kind of deals have to be made and i mean you would think you would have to be substantial with the type of games that they're getting on the service you know like rockstar is not going to give away red dead 2 to everybody who has an xbox for pennies right like that's going to be a major deal for them true but do you think it's the online experience that's kind of keeping them afloat and they're just like well hell we just need to get this in people's hands uh, like I think partly, you know, like the more people they have online, the more people they'll have buying whatever shark cards are in Red Dead. Uh, like I don't know, you know, B- bounty we're boys. Touch on a... Oh, sorry, I didn't mean to. Talk... <laughs> I didn't mean to talk over you. That's funny. But uh, one thing that's interesting about it as well that we'll be covering with the title a little bit later is um, the nature of. It seems like with Shenmue Three coming out and all of the. <laughs> scoff every time um, <laughs> i don't blame you i do too but no seriously uh remember when that finally came out and people were heated about um everything things like exclusivity oh, okay and stuff and the idea of going on game i, I don't know i just wonder if something happened after that <laughs> i'm talking about kickstarter games is what i'm taking forever to get to fair enough so like if a lot of people give to a kickstarted project and then everybody can just access it for 15 a month or whatever it is they're charging these days i think that's the ultimate uh price tag but Mm -hmm. um for game pass i don't know it's just just interesting to me how that would work yeah i mean i think there have been uh reports that sony pays a game company by the download of a ps plus game so like but like that's Sony. They do things their own way a lot, so I don't know if that has any anything to do with how Microsoft does business or whatever. But yeah. Um, so, yeah. like, say with our love for Deck Thirteen, could we just delete the surge, re-download the surge, delete the surge? Re- no, that license would probably just be in your hard drive. Yeah, or be with your account. You so could just keep time. making accounts, right? And buying Game oh. Pass for all the accounts, I guess. That could kind of explain the limited terms that they have, too, because this past April 15th, we actually just uh, had a bunch of titles drop off of Game Pass. Yeah. So I wonder, you know, is it like a who's paying who? Is it a gamble? Are they sitting around the table like, hey, do you think we should, you know, make a run at Game Pass, see what we can do? You know, like that kind of thing. Like, I don't know, Bob. A lot of risk. (laughs) I think it's also like a good marketing play, too, right? Like, you have something like The Surge that has um, the first game, that's probably not selling well three or four years after it came out. And then mm-hmm. you have the Surge 2 coming out, and they say, well, let's put the first one on Game Pass, get people into it. They're confident in the product. People like it. They'll buy the second one, right? Like, I'm, mm. I'm sure there might be you know, something to that as well of just trying to market these games. And like you said, things with uh, heavy online components, just getting someone in the ecosystem is worth it. Like, maybe they'll buy some card packs. Maybe they'll buy some boosters or skins or whatever. Yeah. Yeah, it just makes you wonder how much of it, you know, just what kind of... Because it's so new in gaming, just on the business side of things. Like, I just wonder what kind of tool it really is to 
these business owners on in, in that aspect of gaming and why i kind of bring that up too is uh having to do with our next news you know like like can game pass also help save a game or see if there's really interest but people don't want to get past the price tag mm-hmm. i don't know but what i am the the news that we did see this week is that if you are a battlefield 5 player all right there's at least 10 of them yeah it's got to be for a multiplayer match to, to get going right <laughs> anyways um if you like battlefield 5 ea is shutting her down well, That's there's it. stopping updates, right? Yeah, yeah, I know. I just really wanted to say that. Okay. <laughs> They're killing <laughs> Battlefield really 5. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> uh, man, I'm, uh, <clears throat> I'm getting tied up on my words. but uh, Getting yeah, choked EA up was, over Battlefield over there? Yeah, it's, you know, it's just... It, <laughs> it never even had a chance. It's only a year and a half old. <laughs> That's what I'm saying false i'm not sad okay ea is saying that they're not going to put out any more content updates or anything like that no new quote-unquote chapter keep doing the fingers even though nobody's here seeing me but um, (laughs) this is fun but no more of the chapters which i guess is the uh structure of their dlc and their extra content or their online content it's like their seasons yep oh no more of those just some just some new weapons, new skins, and then they're out. That I mean, that's what they said. Like, it'll be, you know, the servers will be left on and stuff, but if people want to play it, like, there's going to be no further development on Battlefield Five. I mean, they've got to pivot to Skate 4, right? Like, they've got to get a team together for that. <sighs> you just made all the air leave my body. <laughs> I would love that. People would S their P's. Yeah poop their pants pee their peas no that doesn't sound right all right (laughs) can't make a grenade with that i'm like pretty shocked at how quickly they're um getting away from battlefield like this is crazy young i I agree with you young yeah made a point that battlefield 2 is still going strong but yeah like i do think that they've kind of lost their way with some of the newer ones um yeah i've played almost every battlefield and yeah i'm kind of partial to the the three and hardline and four like hardline was i mean it had some neat ideas but still not great but yeah one and five didn't really like either of them i feel like battlefield used to be on such a high level yeah as far as like you know considered quote-unquote triple a i guess in its time well i think uh, a lot of games falling out like, what did Battlefield have going for it, right? It had big lobbies, right? Like, that was a main draw. And then, like, more realistic uh, fighting than something like a Call of Duty or a Halo, which is more, like, mm. arcadey, more, like, um, uh, competitive, I guess you'd say. Um, gotcha. And I think now that space is getting a little more crowded. Like, there are plenty of games that you can play with hundred plus player lobbies and like True. realistic shooting mechanics and stuff. And the tech is just getting better. 
there are more buttons <laughs> players in general becoming more sophisticated is there are more abilities in these games that are coming out um, used to more information taking in more information more processing in our brain stems mm-hmm. how attractive is it to be an old timey rinky dink simulator as far as wars I don't mean to be offensive about you know our history and all that but you know that's what they're trying to do they're like oh you like jetpacks and stuff what about a wooden gun <laughs> what does that do for you? Hey, 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 hey. What you guys like a war in a trench coat? You guys like swords? That? Huh? <laughs> eh? What about Arabia? <laughs> oh, I don't know. I'm sorry, Battlefield fans, because I really don't need to add insult to injury. Who do you think it is that, like, so is this bad for DICE? Because DICE is just like, okay, EA just said no more. I guess we're. Sorry, Battlefield Five Division. Uh, I or mean, would it be EA folks working on that extra content? No, it's coming out of Dice. Um, okay. But uh, I would, I would think, you know, there's got to be a line somewhere that, like, hey, new players spending money, current players spending money is like dropping to a point of which, hey, maybe it makes sense to get all of our team on whatever's next. Because there'll be another yeah. Battlefield. There'll be something else. So. so, like, what does Battlefield 6 look like? Like, what is that game going to be? Just another one of these? I, I don't know. What if they go with another, like, weird call sign? Like, uh, uh, Battlefield X. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, Battlefield like, Origins. It's weird, like, one and then five. It's like, what? What are you guys doing over there? Yeah, Battlefield but, 1 uh, was a stupid name. <laughs> I don't get it. I never got it. World and, War One. Um, it's what it is. Oh, uh, but it was the fifth battlefield. My head hurts. So I hope they go back I, futuristic, like twenty forty four or whatever it was twenty forty five. Whoa, that'd be cool. Mm-hmm. They I, they need something. They do need a shot in the arm if they want to keep that series going. In my opinion, again, the opinion of someone who has not really taken to those games very much. Um, <clears throat> I did mention earlier, real quick, I don't have all the details, but they did say there was going to be another Battlefield game, but that's not slated until kind of, apparently, until 2021. That was a surprising thing, that there's not going to be one this year. Uh, yeah, those ten people you were talking about are like, oh my god! <laughs> <laughs> oh. <laughs> yeah, I mean, they'll they'll have something big. You know, what is it, a, a year from uh, the fall? Oh, they always drop it, like, what? October, November time. Mm-hmm. Like, so, what if they do like a new battlefield, but it's like the Battle of Endor, and they just kind of blend both of their. <laughs> I'm, their I'm so in, dude. Together. Let me be an Ewok yeah, with a wooden there. gun. <laughs> you're still a wooden gun <laughs> and an ATSD. <laughs> <laughs> that sounds about right. It's yeah, kind of the Ewok yeah. style. Psh, I lived through that before, man. <laughs> no fun. Uh, so, okay. speaking of these, kind of like. Um, uh, like sunsetting of updates. Did you see that um, Super Mario Maker Two got its final big update? Yeah, the, the such words like I talked all this s about Battlefield. That's a good point. It's final update. Like that's kind of messed up too. So their right? words were final major update, I believe. So you know they added a bunch of stuff in this update. Um, you know, most notably the ability to create a world with like multiple maps, which oh, people have been asking like for that from the first map. one. 
Um, so like, that's cool. I think that's awesome. You know, have a creator make a world full of levels for people to play through. Like that is a good idea. What's more Mario brothers than that, right? Like that is, that is those games. So it's just easier too. Cause it's like, Oh, I really like <laughs> Eagle four twenties level a whole lot. Blaze um, it. Right, that's what it was called. So I want to play Blaze It 2. Uh-huh, uh-huh. So I go back into the menus, I find you again, I look down your list of stuff. But like, if you built a world, it's like, man, I'm just blazing with the eagle. That's right, dude. That's what we're here for. Yeah, on the path. Final <laughs> but, update. Yeah, so a little bit of a bummer. I know that game, like at least in my like small circle, doesn't seem to have caught fire like the first one did. Like When the first one came out, all I saw was videos of levels and you know, the second one came out, I saw a few here and there of just some devious things, mm-hmm. but it seems to have really like cooled off quickly. Man, two, I feel really up the, um, well, two up the communication because Mario Maker 1 was a um, 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 uh, Wii? Wii U. Yeah, Wii U. So they, they had to take that step. They had to bring it to a new a new platform. Mm-hmm. So, uh I saw a big up in communication between players um, in the interface of the, the levels and all that. A couple, few extra things, but beyond that, like you got to be really into Mario to succeed at a lot of these levels. <laughs> yeah, right? dude, it's oh, crazy. Man, do you ever see some of the ones that like streamers such as like Ryu Car goes through and all there and all that? Like bananas. People make levels specifically to jam these people up. I know it's it is incredible to watch that kind they of. They have their own terminology, turtle jumps. Or whatever. Oh. I'm just making that up. I, I'm yeah. sure that is something. Yeah, hit it with a TJ, and I'm like, what? Are we doing T spins over here? Is this Tetris? <laughs> Try a somersault. Yeah. Oh, rest in okay. peace. Okay. Yeah. So we're gonna talk about Sony real quick. With some good news and some bad news. Which do you want first? I want the good news. You want the good news? Okay. PlayStation blog. Oh, yeah. yeah. It's normally not that popping. But when it is, there's usually some big stuff they're talking about. um, And they finally put out the release dates for two titles that I'm just squirming for. And that's The Last of Us Part 2. Okay. Which is not going to come out when they say it will because I'm just kidding. I'm being facetious. All right. And uh, Ghosts of Tsushima. Great. And it mm -hmm, looks like we have The Last of Us coming out on June 19th. And Ghosts on July or June. June 19th and Ghosts of Tsushima on July 17th. We got them. There we go. We got them, boys. (laughs) We got them. So how long before they get delayed into 2021? We got them. Yeah, dude. Seriously. Well, I I'm with Sucker Punch. Like, I don't I don't want any. I I don't want the Crisco to splash onto the onto Sucker Punch. Catch that grease. But I will say that thus far, Naughty Dog has been notorious for pushing back this game. Mm-hmm. And um, I think, like, in all seriousness, though, they've said that the game is basically done. They're just having distribution problems with the COVID oh, stuff. No, it's done. Don't we? Uh, are we getting to more good news or is this bad news? Uh, let me look in the tank. No, good news tank is empty. Oh, so maybe for you. So. For me, it's still good news. <laughs> I like Sony. You like Sony. Yeah, I do. You like God of War. 
I love it. You like you like Dad of War. I, His beard I is strong. <laughs> but uh, boy, but uh, okay. So bad news. Um, I wish I was able to really pin down a lot of the details. Like it's it's actually kind of cool that like as we're recording, we're like a day late because a lot of this stuff happened midday yesterday. Yeah, and um. They say this part is speculation. This first part begin speculation. They say a disgruntled employee, um, because Naughty Dog does have history of crunch, uh, does have history of complaint about work environment. Sure. Um, so I also feel that's an easy headline for non-ethical journalists to jump to as well when they want clicks. But a lot of <laughs> what, dude. <laughs> Like two it, names jumped to the front of my close. mind. I'm not gonna say it, but like, <laughs> you do it. Nope. Nope. I what? I, nope. I didn't even hear the first part of the sentence, so I don't know what we're talking about. But uh, <laughs> you gotta keep the tin foil by you. That's right? right. Yeah. Never fall for these hoes. Sorry, we're not an we're not an explicit podcast, but that's the cliche. <laughs> but hey, gotta, kids, don't fall for these hoes. <laughs> yes, we don't love the. Okay, I'm gonna stop. Uh, but um. <laughs> It was leaked. It was hella leaked. Leaked all over the place. Leaked, leaked, leaked. This was Last of Us. I don't know if we said that. But Last of Us Part 2. Yeah. Um, yeah, yeah. Well, I did say Naughty Dog. But, but yeah, regardless. point. Yeah, it's like all out there. I read a lot of it today. Mm-hmm. And so I, here's what happens. You know, you got Ellie. <laughs> uh, <laughs> no, I'm... <laughs> As as someone who's probably not gonna play this game at launch, I read a lot of the spoilers, um, and I won't go into anything. But hey, they are spoilers, and you should probably mute some Last of Us stuff on Twitter if you. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Just it's, keep your eyes peeled. I mean, I already have just out of pure disappointment and rage over waiting <laughs> for Last of Us Part Two for seven years now. But I waited that long for Metal Gear. So, you can do it, bud. This is how it goes. It's just better be good. One thing I know is that it's going to go for the feels. Yep. It's going to have a lot of backpacks, and um, I just truly feel it's not going to come out on that day. (laughs) No, there's not a chance it's coming out in June. You don't think you? Okay, okay. So I'm not being too out there. No. When I say that, I yeah, I just don't, man. I don't know. Call it PTSD. Call it psychic. <laughs> yeah, that's what it is. <laughs> call it what you want. All right, let's get out of this bad news. Uh, well, with more bad news. <laughs> oh, <laughs> I mean, if if you're a wrestling fan, you a wrestling fan, buddy? Uh, no. What about those games that were out on the N64? They were okay, but they were. Better things to be doing with your N64, like playing Goldeneye. Man, yeah. <laughs> or <laughs> Beetle Adventure Goldeneye Racing. Goldeneye came out like two years before those old those NWO WCW NWO WCW. World Tour. Yeah, yeah. That was a um, banger. Yeah, so they there have been some rumors about the new um, WWE 2K game getting canceled, and it wasn't even announced. So, I yeah. They're not doing one this year. Whether it's canceled, whatever They've happened. confirmed that too. Yeah. So it, said is, so. it is not happening. Uh, but out of nowhere, 
Uh, yesterday they announced WWE 2K Battlegrounds. The Battle Royale of... D- Actually, this is news to me. What is this? Uh, all right. So do you remember NBA Playground that came out a couple years ago? Kind of. It was like, uh, our, like almost like NBA Jam with like big head mode on. Like kind of 2v2 right. type of thing. Okay. Um, but yeah, so this is kind of up the same uh, alley. Um, cartoony, arcadey, uh, over-the-top action, not your standard simulation. Um, Do they have any, any footage out yet of it? Or Oh yeah, there's a John Cena in there, there's a Rock in there, you know, you got the whole gang. Alright, fair enough. I'm just looking, I'm Google searching some images real quick while you tell us about it. Yeah, uh, I no, not World War Two battlegrounds. WWE <laughs> two battleground. Wow, did not need to see what I just saw. Got real Nazi real quick, didn't it? Dude, I feel bad for kids that had to do reports on this. So that's the first stuff that comes up when you type in something like that. You can put cool. safe search All on. Right. Well, I'm still getting grisly torn landscape, <laughs> so I'm just gonna take your word for it. Um. So what is it like? Just a little, like, is it gonna be on phones too? Is it gonna be what? What's the hook on a game like this? Is it yeah, a placeholder? It just, <laughs> yeah, it seems it seems like that. Um, yeah, it seems like a smaller, like arcade style game. You know, like uh, they showed John Cena doing like six front flips and like glowing green. You know, when he was slamming somebody. Uh, insert a bunch of wrestling terms that i don't know like do mm. do, do people still like ddt is that like a thing do, do you, get, uh, do you yes. get suplex you i don't know i haven't watched wrestling in a long time but those terms are familiar um <laughs> i think you um Okay, so I'm just going to move on real quick and be like, do you think this is going to be fun for people that play the WWE games? Like, uh, okay, you have the I, license, you're using it for something, but are you respecting your customers? Um, maybe your customers' kids. Yeah, just saying. <laughs> but yeah, I, I, I mean, I, don't they, I mean, they, I mean, they've been running those 2K games for a minute now, and you know, they all kind of have that, like, you know all demographics kind of edge and now we're going to something that's kind of like on the cartoony side of things you see like Mm -hmm. our wwe 2k fans gonna be pleased with this i mean probably not because they're not going to get their their next game but maybe that just means what's coming out next for them is gonna be super lit i mean they had some huge struggles with the uh the last game so i wonder if it'll just be give them more time to polish that up like maybe make a little bit better product hmm but got you I, do you believe me now when i said that we had a week of like bad news yeah i do <laughs> oh there it is there's the pictures yeah i mean yeah maybe it'll just be super fun i hope so and then you you know you don't have to worry about the fact that you're playing a cartoon <laughs> whatever i don't know they can't see me i mean i don't <laughs> i don't play the regular ones so yeah i'm just kind of curious about that if you like the wwe games let us know in that discord or contact via the website or 
social medias that'd be the easiest way let us know what you think about this because this is uh the games that like i don't i don't really get that into so i really don't have any any footing agreed anyway like i was saying like what's the next note that we have here bud it's more bad news this was a sad week gosh what's what else is bad man what else could possibly go wrong well for a certain (laughs) overwatch league team Mm. A lot of things could be going wrong. Yeah, have you ever heard of Sinatra with two A's? With two A's? Sinatra. Sinatra. <laughs> yes, actually, yes. I have. Yeah, uh, you you should if you know anything about Overwatch. He is the MVP of the Overwatch League. He's one of the best to ever do it. He is incredible to watch. Um, yeah. But so Fun he stuff. plays for the San Francisco Shock. Um, Does he? Well, I'm just kidding. I was trying out that. <laughs> that soundboard's real good over there you got. Uh, but yeah, so he is leaving the San Francisco Shock. And we are all shocked because he's kind of like one of the faces of competitive Overwatch right now. Yeah. He's been there since day one. And uh, it's a huge bummer to see him go. Um, yeah, I wonder what the deal was. Was he disgruntled, or was he very gruntled, but just had another opportunity, or like what's going on? I don't know. So the San Francisco Shock Twitter was out there, kind of you know wishing him the best of luck on his new adventures and stuff. So like, it doesn't seem to be a sour split, but I don't know. Like it's all still really fresh news. Um, the more interesting side of the story is a rumor that I don't know if it's been corroborated yet or anything, but um, some people have been out there saying that they believe that he is um, going to a pro Valorant team. Hmm. Which is wild. If so, you had mentioned that they already had teams put together and all that. Yeah. And a lot of ex overwatch players like on one of the first teams that was announced had ex overwatch players on it. Mm-hmm. But, you know, it's, I don't know. Honestly, I was just going to say something totally different. But if I truly, truly look in my feels, it kind of sucks because a lot of these big names that we know, they've been superstars of the Overwatch League for the past, like, two and a half years. You know, it's kind of been there are three years at this point. I'm not sure. A little while now, yeah. there hasn't been this kind of turnaround. And mm-hmm folks have gotten familiar with names and that was a really cool thing to see in esports and um yeah now jumping ship does this mean like man treat him better does this mean man like you know you can run an esports team but the temperaments of gaming really kind of you you have to have a revolving door policy you know or so or be prepared for that i think or, there's some of that i think um players age out uh very quickly um, that's a good point you know because you know the average age for these professional players is like 19 and mm-hmm. once you hit kind of mid-20s you're considered old uh, just because yeah. just sheer reaction time and like speed of processing and stuff just starts to dwindle the older you get um, man I, <laughs> that's i'm sorry but that just sounds so harsh Dude, because it's I'll, not like they gotta like pull a truck and a combine to make the team. You know, it's like they're clicking a mouse. You know, it's I like, know, which is way easier than a joystick, by the way. But I'm just saying. Hey, oh, uh, 
yeah. well, like I'll, I'll never forget. It's DreamHack, I think, has a seniors esports league for thirty and over. <laughs> they say seniors. Seniors, man. <laughs> oh, that's horrible. It's all the old Counter Strike pros and stuff that have all aged out. So. They're just sitting there playing dominoes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Oh, but, um, so I think, um, you know, trying to, trying to think about this, um, issue of, you know, players bouncing from, you know, not only team to team, but different games, you know, which is something you don't see in like baseball, right? Like you don't see a baseball player just go like, well, I'm just going to go play basketball now. Like people have done it, but it is rare for those athletes to switch sports when they're that specialized. Um, But is it something with games to where these guys are always going to chase the new hotness? Like, you know, you've, you've played Overwatch for a few years, you make a decent living, um, but you have this new shiny Valorant coming out in which, like, maybe that will explode and be the esports of the future and your $50,000 salary goes to $500,000, yeah. you know. Maybe some of these folks think they're coming home because Overwatch came out, what, 2015? Something like that? Yeah, something like that. 2014, 2015? 2015, I believe. Anyways, Counter-Strike Go has been around, or Counter-Strike has been around much longer than that. Yeah. So maybe that's what some folks were up to before Overwatch came out, and it's like, to them, just like, why wouldn't I make money <laughs> for playing this game that I've played? I mean, I'm not saying it's exactly like Counter-Strike, but, you know, we we all know it's kind of the vein. That oh, yeah, it is. Trying to it occupy. is Counter-Strike, yeah. 100%. Fair, fair. All right, fair. Then I'll second that. So it's like, you know, maybe they'll just be like, yeah, no, I'm not going to have to deal with some of these contract issues that Overwatch had at the turn of the year between the seasons. Um, a lot of stress as far as um, managers of some of the pro teams expressing some of their grief over not a lot of resources or help. Yeah. I read about that. Um, I don't know. Maybe it's just no fun. I also think Overwatch tried to take a uh, like a weird – I don't know if it's weird, but a different uh, approach to esports in which they wanted like existing pro sports teams to own these teams. So like you had uh, Kraft, I think the guy that owns the Patriots, and um, you know things like that, owning Overwatch mm. teams in which it was like because they don't. Well, I don't want to say it like I know. But I do know one of the griefs they were saying was that Overwatch, like Blizzard, has its deals. And they do that to fund a lot of stuff. But these franchise teams, they have to secure some of their own advertising and some of their own money. Right. And that's, that's why you see like Jack in the Box on Dallas Fuel jerseys. Mm-hmm. And know. also why you'd probably want a, a an establishment that already knows how to do this and has money, you know, to own the team. Hundred percent. I think it, each team was like thirty-five million dollars to buy, you know, like from Blizzard, mm-hmm. which is a lot of money. But not a ton of money to these massive sports organizations, and yeah, they've already got teams in place, right? They got social media teams. They know how to sell merchandise, which is how they make a lot of money. So, I like, yeah. I understand it. Set but, it and forget it. But there's always going to be a new hot one around the corner, and right now the new hot one around the corner is Valorant, apparently. Yeah, yeah. These hoes ain't loyal. I guess hoes <laughs> is just okay. It's okay, <laughs> man. I'm sorry. I mean, I I don't know. We all react differently to global events, and maybe that's just 
decided to say the word hose. <laughs> we were just having it up. <laughs> like, Stay tuned for next week. And I've been a week. gardener. <laughs> and I was a fireman. Uh, no. But it's, uh, I don't know. Let's turn this around. Let's get a little bit of good news. Let's get a little bit of good news. First good news I want to throw at you before we get into uh, what we played this week was um, Xbox has revealed the logo. Their logo. Oh, yeah? For the for the new Xbox X Series X X. X. BMX Triple X. There's just so much, so many X's in that. It's <laughs> the only other logo I've seen with, with as many X's is like Dos Equis beer. Yeah. Like, or maybe Exxon. They tout a lot of X's. Uh, the wonderful movie starring Vin Diesel, Triple X, has as many X's <laughs> as Xbox Series X. Nice, and you win this evening, Eagle. (laughs) You win. Okay, so they put out their new um, logo, and I'm just going to jump in and say, uh, because I'm so surprised, I like it. Me too. And, yeah, the reason I say that is because I love Xbox, but I have always hated their design, Mm. whether an advertisement, logo, actual console and stuff, except for the uh, controller, the S controller, which went into its controller now. But I don't like a lot of microsoft design and style and marketing it's real like doritos mountain dew gamer focused which doesn't oh, always yeah. land like you know 1998 video game section of a blockbuster video oh yeah you dude. Know, sign me like up that. yeah just you know wicked cool bubble letter graphics like i don't know this x that looks like it's erupting but there's something green underneath it i don't know it's it's just it's confusing to me because especially in the past couple years with the new xbox design like especially on its dashboard xbox has been about right angles when the x came out you know right angles um when the one came out you know yeah it was a big old block but it still had a little bit of um all the xboxes had some kind of weird design just made out of plastic put on them and stuff you know just weird shapes Sure. Lately, they've been coming out looking like boxes, lots of right angles. You look at their dashboard, it's just right angles now. And then you have this weird circular logo with this cartoon X. It just it just doesn't fit. And I've never really liked it. They've turned it around with this new one, where it's pretty plain, pretty simple, just gray and white, right? Yep. Or gray and whatever black background. And, black and white, yeah. Yep, like a uh, stenciled-on X. Just the letter character X with um, smaller characters series running uh, vertical to the left of it. It looks and, um, like like pretty minimal and clean. Like I like yeah, it. I dig it. Yeah, I dig it. I personally like you know minimalism. I think there's a lot to be said with silence in uh, a lot of different mediums. Like if you can pull it off. So like I I do kind of like the understated look. And um, you know what it reminds me of. Um, some kind of cargo on a plane that was marked. That was uh, I. I don't know. I'm trying. What it reminds me of PlayStation mind? stuff. Really? Yeah, like super clean mm. and minimal. Like kind of just that square or rectangular design. You know, like it reminds me of like a brawn electric shaver. <laughs> <laughs> All right, get to manscaping. I feel you. <laughs> Uh, yeah, well, like, I, their logos in the past have always kind of been, like, really bombastic um, and yeah. bright and stuff. Cartoonish. Uh, yeah. And, like, I've always liked 
PlayStation stuff because it's always kind of been like sci-fi, like kind of look, kind of like mm-hmm. futuristic, clean and modernistic kind of. But take. still grounded. Yeah, for sure. Still uh, grounded. And I get I, I get those same vibes from this logo. Like it's just I mean this is serious hardware coming out now. Like how can you charge upwards of five hundred six hundred dollars? for something with a big old cartoon sticker-looking thing on it. That's my impression. That's how I look at it. And um, they're kind of tightening up because their demographic is growing older with them. And, you know, they got hey, a lot of Hey, we're senior gamers them. now, bro. Dude. <laughs> man, is it... Man, I need never, adult never diapers and a Series X. I need an adult! <laughs> okay, one more little bit of good news. Uh have you seen any of the stuff going on right now of people messing around with Animal Crossing? I um, saw, like, the Streets of Japan remade in Animal Crossing. <laughs> Damn. It's quite the project. It's impressive. Uh, did you see the, um, what was it? Oh, damn. What was it? Uh, the, the Pokemon World remake? No, I don't think so. Yeah, like, kind of the, the isometric three-dimensional that, yeah. you know... Uh, animal crossing does but uh in pokemon but the ones i'm talking about are a lot of people using kk slider and putting him uh it's a him i believe it's a dog all right putting kk slider on popular album covers yeah okay i've seen some of that our past like yeah. the nirvana nevermind cover <laughs> the, the demon days cover from gorillas which is so legendary good. oh it's one of the best covers for an album like ever um yeah, just really working him in there. And then, um, have you heard of Dell or no Dell? No. Shout out Game Ranks for seeing this one. Uh, so somebody completely like a streamer. A lot of this is for streaming for you know people making activities for their you know fans to participate in. Recreated the set and complete mechanism of Deal or No Deal. <laughs> what? Complete with pictures of Howie Mandel all over the place. <laughs> and it's oh, called I Dell or No Dell. Like, oh. And that's... you go through the whole thing. You, I mean, there, there's footage up of people playing, you know, making their choices. And I just encourage you all to look at that because um, Animal Crossing has crossed into, see what I did there, being like pretty much the flagship title of Nintendo right now. Have you heard that? It's it's the new hot sales and player base have skyrocketed past their bigger their bigger titles in the past. Some say it's the Valorant of the Switch game selection. Wow, <laughs> the dark styles of being a Valorant of Switch games. <laughs> <laughs> Something yeah. like that. So interesting news yeah that's dell cool. or no dell animal crossing that's what you should type in like a youtube search or something i will and uh, have a good time and uh, appreciate the things some people do you know to like i don't know for the people that watch them i always admire stuff like that i wish i wasn't an essential employee so i could make crazy things with animal <laughs> crossing come on oh buddy Gosh. oh buddy i hear you mm. you're so blessed though hope everybody's okay out there yeah (laughs) let's uh let's talk about how we spent some of our free time this week and um i played a nice little ditty you ever heard uh, of the audio cut out at a very awkward time excuse me Uh, nice little ditty it cut out the same time (laughs) it was a ditty it was a nice ditty 
Do you have it? Okay, okay, gotcha. Gotcha, Diddy. All right. Uh, have you weird. ever heard that of... That was really funny. <laughs> have you ever heard of Gato Roboto? Uh, yes, I actually have. So I downloaded a... it because I saw you were playing it. Yes, as we always do. Um, yeah, that's usually how it goes. Uh, Gato Roboto is a Devolver Digital joint, so you know what you're getting into. Yeah, it's like you can almost tell by the title at this point. Yeah, like the like, cover you know, art and yeah. My friend like, Pedro. Yeah, uh-huh. yeah. <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah. Uh, but there's always in... some like Spanish hint. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, so Gato is a 2D um, side scroller Metroid like. Yeah. Um, Metroid Contra, like smashed together. Yeah, kind of. It is very like um, I don't want to say bullet hell, but like. You are it seems a little bit more frantic than Metroid, though, is where yes. I'm coming from. Yes, but um, C- completely, yeah. not arguing with you. Um, yeah, it's um, you know you're getting powers to kind of double back and open up new areas. You've got that typical like uh, grid based map where you're kind of moving from left to right and up and down to like color in the squares, and there's got you secrets everywhere. Um, but the whole idea of the game is you are a small little cat um, that can do no attacks and can take no damage unless you are in your mech suit <laughs> in which really awesome. then you have guns and rockets and had a health bar and stuff so you know you've got what do you think of the uh, monochromatic filter so like... it's fine um i do like there are collectibles that you get along the way that change that color uh, a la like Oberdin. You, know, you could kind of like, oh, got you, man! I missed that game. I, love oh. that game. I wish I wish I was smart enough to beat it. <laughs> You're there, buddy. You're there. They just—I mean—they're kind of cheap with a couple of things. I'll let I've, you know. I've got 16 right, and I'll never get any more. <laughs> you will, bud. Just look at the hammocks. I—I I looked at the hammocks and got like two more, and I'm stuck again. That's the hammocks. I—I mm. I have seen every single murder. Mm. I have left the boat and had to come back. Oh man, uh, it's a rough spot, man. I don't they know get who tough any... near the end. They, they are. They, they get real tough near the end. I do feel like if I get one or two right, it's the things will start to like. It's all just gonna domino. unravel. Yeah, I um, did get jammed up in that game for a minute. Anyways, anyways, so like you can change the color like as a setting to what you can yeah. deal with. Yeah, you know, like. Uh, black background with blue uh, color or black background with coffee color, you know, like stuff like that. They're all kind of the same, like two colors. Um, Yeah. But it's all right. I've got some big gripes with the sound design of it. Your mech as he walks around is so loud. It's... Oh, just really disruptive? Yeah, he's just like stomping around and... In a game in which you are constantly moving, it just kind of sucks. Yeah. Does but. it have good music that it's stomping over and everything? Kind of. Like, there's some interesting music. You know, it's that kind of synthy, chiptune stuff, which is all right. Yeah. Um, Can be lit. But, yeah, it's on Game Pass. Like, it was... I played it for a couple hours, beat a couple of the bosses. think I might have had my fill. I don't know if I'll go back for more, but it was all right. 
Fair enough. Fair enough. Yeah. This was a big old Game Pass week for the both of us. Uh, sure it is for many Microsoft players. Let me throw this in here real quick before we move on. I played, uh, we talked about Yakuza Kiwami coming Ooh. to Game Pass. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. Now this it is. Oh, go ex- ahead, please. Correct me if I'm wrong. Kiwami is the remake of the first Yakuza? Yes. Yeah. I don't know how to put it into words. Let me. Let me see what they say here real quick. I I think so because the first ones were on like uh was it like PS2? And there's a Yakuza Kiwami 2, which I think was like mm-hmm. the second game that they remade. I'm doing some frantic googling right now just to make sure I I, I just don't want to leave you hanging. Fair uh, enough. That's how it And I nope, you're right. Okay. Yeah, it's uh is a remake of Yakuza the first game of the Yakuza series originally released on PlayStation 2. Sweet. In fact, Kiwami was originally released on 3, so this is a road they've been down already. Which oh. I haven't been a Sony player up until, you know, really a whole... I mean, I, I played a good amount of PS3 stuff, but it was PS4 that I played more Sony that I've really played sure. like, in my life. Um, well, how it is was, exactly uh... like the other ones. Like, it, <laughs> like it's, it is the same. More it's Yakuza, It's always the same huh? street. Okay. Yep, it's always the same street. It's always the same wine color red shirt. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's yeah, which is good. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like way, which is fun. I like yeah. Kiryu. He's a good character. It's so funny, dude. You don't want things to get in your way. You just, I mean, me personally, when I play Yakuza now, I like, I just want to get to the next talking points. Like, I just want to get to the next characters and see how crazy they get. I, it's it's hard to play a lot of these after playing six. Yeah, like okay. I know I said that the last time, but that city comes alive. You can go into every alley. You can go into nearly every store, and it just it, man, it turns the game up in a in a way that they've always wanted to be. Just simply the street fighting that could that could just careen into a store. Yeah, you know, while people are shopping, everybody's like, oh, and there's all the sound. Like it's if you play any of them, go for six. I don't want to make anybody mad with that, but yeah, I think I, six is just. I, fantastic I, I played some of zero and like it's a cool game but it definitely shows uh some older sensibilities about like how the world works and how you interact with things and mm-hmm. watching some of six it's like oh wow they've improved like all of this like they mm-hmm. really modernized it in a smart way but they they've stuck with it though you know like it's the same bar it's the same characters it's just a really cool concept that i don't see happening a whole lot in long term series yeah and uh, i don't know there's not much more to say about it than that it's uh if you're just tuning in for the first time and you haven't heard us talk about yakuza before or you haven't played it before it's um it's a brawler a la the bouncer um tmnt any of those older games even though it's not quite the same viewpoint but it's packed with personality yeah i think that's where it shines yeah so much style and i hear very representative of uh of japanese humor you know and um you know yeah love it um so before we get to our uh our big game this week uh i did want to say i played more assassin's creed odyssey yesterday cool Uh, yeah, it's 
it's it's good you know it's assassin's creed man i know we've, we went over this last week um but yeah just carved away a little bit more at it it i wish i could progress through this story faster without having to level for it yeah you know it's like it's you know i i don't agree with that style that they do either because it's almost like showing their cards like they're forcing you with filler it means they don't have enough substantial meaningful content in my opinion well and it's to like keep the campaign packed we've been through years and years of assassin's creed side missions like we know what's going to happen like someone runs up to you and says <laughs> i keep on putting an offering at this idol and it goes away it's like well yeah someone's <laughs> stealing it <laughs> oh don't the killer the popa yeah <laughs> i hear that a lot oh, you kill me <laughs> they keep on talking about the pope man i don't get it is this <laughs> i just will remember the two series had a bunch of yeah spinoffs they spent a lot of time in italy <laughs> but like when you get to the main story stuff it's real good like that game's great story is interesting it's like forcing you to be like hey you're a level nine you need to be a level 10 to do this it's like well that's well, not the same as being difficult that's just to me it's padding it's spacers yeah it's yeah. just mm. i do like the mercenary system um it reminds me a lot of uh what's it called nemesis system in uh oh nemesis um gosh what's uh shadow of mordor shadow of war yeah yeah um which is good you know like i had a bounty hunter he was kicking my teeth in um and like i saw him across the field and like was dreading this guy coming back i was like oh like i know he's gonna hit me with this poison spear and just ruin my day and like <laughs> ran away from him and he kept on popping up at the worst times and I think I cheesed the first one by, like, running into him with my horse or something. It was something <laughs> stupid. Fair I was like, enough. oh, what is this red sword icon? <laughs> like, oh, okay. Oh, hey. I am the world's greatest assassin. <laughs> A wrist blade. <laughs> it is my creed <laughs> to but be an assassin. I think it's a game they'll chip away at over the next few weeks. It's not. Yeah, yeah. I'm. I'm really happy I caught it on sale. I, I know that's a loaded statement. I just I feel like Ubisoft has kind of gotten a little formulaic with some of their stuff. Totally. And I also think they see it too. You know, they've talked about uh backing down with a lot of their titles, um big titles this year uh this next time around. And um I told you Breakpoint was going for $120 last week, right? Or did I skip that? I think Ghost you said Recon. something about it. I'm All right. I'm convinced that's like a multi-pack one. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. 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 I just want Legion. I want Watch Dogs Legion. I know everybody thinks it's going to be dumb. I'm just already sold. I like Watch I like Dogs. I, the idea of this one I has... I like dogs. Got... I like watches. <laughs> I like watching dogs. I, I can't help it. <laughs> okay. So, we... um. We actually did complete a game this week, even though it doesn't sound like it. Hey! Uh, yeah, we also hit up Game Pass again. We got uh, we got to play Deliver Us the Moon, which I can't say without saying it like, Deliver Us the Moon! <laughs> moon! Like, that's like how it is in my head. <laughs> like, it's Deliver Us the Moon! 
<laughs> if you're not there in 30 minutes or less, the moon is free. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, pick up my de- my my DoorDash app. It says I have to go pick up a moon. Mm. <laughs> All right, I, I'm, I'm sorry. Hey, I'm sorry. Okay, they tipped well. Let's do it. All right, so we already know Eagle gives this uh, uh, four sore thumbs up because it's uh, playing to his title card fetish. Yeah, right off the bat. Uh huh. Right. Off, yes, I'm calling it a fetish at this point. It is. Don't kink. You shame have me. a safe word. <laughs> That's right. But, <laughs> but yeah, um, in the vein of Tacoma, um, uh-huh. and lots of other titles, this is a. Is this what you would call a walking simulator, or is that just kind of a term to goof on stuff? I think it's a little bit more interactive. Um, okay. Than than some, but yeah, like it's you're going around rummaging, right? Like you're getting audio yeah. logs, you're reading stuff, you're yeah, you're not like opening drawers. You you you're not you're not like doing that. It's not like loot, but it's like you're solving puzzles based on what you find, and you're probably right. not going to get through a puzzle unless you've explored. Um, yeah like very simply yeah. they'll be like hey this door has a four-digit passcode and you have to search around and find the note with the passcode on it you know like it's mm-hmm. there's yeah. that kind of stuff and all over the place it's kind of packaged as a um collection of puzzles is kind of like the way like i usually kind of look at it like that but maybe that's a bad way to put it to you because it's not like the witness either where it's just here's an island full of puzzles go <laughs> it's like, just it's uh, story based like that's yeah. like you're there for the story the the puzzles Absolutely. just kind of like add a little bit of interactivity to it, but they're not too intense. Got you, got you. So this was another Kickstarter title. This is the one we were talking about earlier. Uh, there were a lot of Kickstarter contributors to this. Oh man, for quite a while. Gosh. So I'm happy they got everything that they wanted. Um, I'm happy they got their game. Uh, looks like this came out a couple months before 2020 started up. And just, it, I think I got it the day it released um, mm-hmm. on Xbox. Yep. Just a few days back. It's um, just a few days back. It's pretty good. Uh, like, I enjoyed it. Yeah. Yeah. The premise is, is uh, you're living in the future. People needed to uh, be able to harvest some resources from the moon. Uh, that being its whole separate operation that the moon and earth have to be in constant contact with and they lose contact and lose what the moon is providing them. And yeah, you so are sent up there. Go ahead. Earth, earth goes dark. You, know, you're, yep. you don't have power. Yep. You're, you need to figure out the moon. You need to deliver the moon. <laughs> you need to deliver that moon. How's it going <laughs> to fit in one of those heat bags? <laughs> man just, just fold it a little origami it's not a honda civic big enough to fit the moon in the back <laughs> it's like why does my moon smell like vape <laughs> <laughs> fair enough oh man okay sorry i just can't help taking shots but um oh dog i forgot what i was talking about <laughs> like where i was well let's just you're you, right. you have to the go up goes to the moon. dark. Yeah. You go up there to figure it out. You think you're there for that, but then some extra feels come in and you get invested in the story by going through this abandoned station to figure out exactly what happened. This is so much like Tacoma. Uh, like if, as far like, as its framework. Huge Tacoma vibes on the way the story it is was so set up. So much like Tacoma. Yeah. In a good way though. So like I'm into that. 
Uh-huh. That's cool. I was really I just a couple days before we were um we were playing this game. I remember telling you I was looking for a game with like a what remains of Edith Finch type vibe. Mm-hmm. You know, I told you I downloaded Dreamfall chapters for Bioshock level storytelling. <laughs> <laughs> if I haven't mentioned that on the show already, but well, I'm just gonna say that for next week. Hopefully I'll sit down and try that out. Yeah. Um But yeah, I was looking I like that stuff. And so you're you're walking through this and you're putting together puzzles and you're putting stuff together through subtext and then you get a little buddy that I call Ghostly. It's a very fitting name. Yeah, because it's it looks like Wheatley from Portal Two, and um, a ghost from Destiny Two. Ghostly jammed into one, but these puzzles kind of take the form of um, you know your just your various tools and how you would get through, which actually I really kind of appreciate. Um, I really like that stuff. You know, uh-huh. it's like I I like puzzles like in Tomb Raider and Resident Evil. But sometimes when you're going through some of these parts, you're just like, all right, I'm in this giant house. Like, who would build a door that needed three gemstones and a unicorn <laughs> horn? To open? Like, who does this? And yeah. who lights all the candles, by the way? Uh-huh. You know, like, yeah. you know, a lot of that stuff is just like, yeah, it's fun. It's a puzzle. But, like, you know, I'm, I'm just saying maybe I want immersion more than others. But it, it kind of gets on my nerves sometimes. In this, you have puzzles, but it's like rebuilding things. So it kind of takes on the form as if you're doing tasks having to do with your mission. Yeah, they kind of make sense in the world of, like, what you're doing, like, might make sense for something you would have to do in an abandoned space station. Like, ah, this door has no power. Let's go over here and figure out the power problem, you know. Mm -hmm. like. And then when you get to the power problem, it's going to say, well, to have power, you need two things. Go get those two things. Right. And, you know. Yeah, yeah, I think they're pretty like um, uh, intelligent in the way they put the puzzles in. You know, it's not like, ah, oh, this thing's locked in this room. How are you going to get it? It's more like, hey, you know, this thing's locked in this room. Like, let's get that door open, like, through some, like, odd ways. You know, there's a right way to yeah. do it. Um, but, like, I, I don't know. It Nothing, like, I would have hated it if any of the puzzles were hard enough to get you stuck on them. Like that's yeah. Yeah. Or if they really tried to go at you. Cause like I had a really good time with the laser cutter for some reason. Like I really enjoyed that stuff. So Uh a lot of the puzzles are like, what do I need to do? Oh, there's a, there's a a door with these yellow hatches, like these, these yellow brackets on it. I know Mm -hmm. what that's for, you know? And so, you're laser cutting open those those things to get the door open, and then something awesome tumbles out of that that'll lead you that, that that is your next step, and I like that stuff a lot more. I also uh, really liked how they did uh, low gravity kind of floating in flight. It felt really natural. Oh man, it was scrambling my brains though a little bit, but yeah, how you would just keep floating, you just constantly have to like right yourself and stuff. Yeah, you have like but, momentum. You know, you can kind of like get off course, you know, but that was pretty cool. It was, um, pretty short. You know, I finished it in two sittings, maybe four or five hours or so. Yeah. I would put it at six, but I think I got kind of messed up at the beginning. Well, not the beginning, like kind of like halfway through, um, not knowing where to go in the, when you're first in the space elevator part, like, what am I supposed to do? You can get um, twisted and turned around real quick in that. Yeah, yeah. 
but you know, kudos to the maker of the game. I I deleted that note accidentally because I am the worst. Um, is it wired? Maybe. Yeah, I really needed to get that together. Sorry, everybody listening. While I look this up. Um, because I deleted that note. Yeah. It was it was good. Like if you're looking yep, for a short right. little experience wired, like that, wired production. Kilcan Interactive. Yeah, yeah Kilcan. Mm-hmm. Kilcan. Um, I noticed the uh, yeah. the game director's last name was Kyokin. Oh, I didn't notice that. And Queen Latifah narrated the whole. Sayonara, <laughs> <laughs> Moon. <laughs> Sayonara, Moon. Um. Yeah, this I it was kind of a short game. Got a little dry in what I would call the third quarter. Yeah, of 100%. it again. This is episodic, so playing it all at once, you can kind of feel where like maybe one area kind of ended and then a new episode began because there would just be like kind of some strange timing and pacing gaps in between activities. I agree. And um, also, you could tell. In my opinion, it's episodic because of the vibe and tone was just turned way up on this for some reason. <laughs> like, uh, real ominous, uh-huh. really uh, spooky. Yeah. I was like, I got the idea they were like trying to scare me, but there's nothing scary. Yeah. It's, you know, it's like, a mystery, I'm... but, and I don't want to kill the mystery or anything, but yeah, there, there are nothing. There's no jump scares. There's no monster you know like a yeah and it was like by the end i was thinking the game needed to like make a decision at this like fork it had arrived at and it's like either more drama meaning actual spooky stuff or like turn up that story a little bit um or give us like seven or eight more puzzles in the experience that's kind of like the only real critique i have i don't like going after kickstarter games though yeah, I know they're not all indie developers or one-person developers and all that, but I, I don't know. Yeah, I mean, it, I, I it wouldn't had the be same... made if people didn't pay for it. So sure. people like it. I had the same feeling with uh, Tacoma, right? Like they set all this stuff up, but then never really like never really land it with. Oh yeah, and then they got weird with it at the end. <laughs> they got weird, man. Yeah, spoiler, no spoiler, but like they. they Tacoma had, like, <laughs> it was such a grounded story that kind of made sense and, uh-huh. you know, dealt with some interesting topics that's kind of cool to deal with in games because of the, the reach that you have in a game, you know, so some of its lessons it was trying to teach and stuff, you know, were good things. And then the end is just wacky. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it's just wacky. It is. But, to yeah. goofas. Deliver us the moon. I think if you're looking for a little mystery story experience, mm-hmm. I'd, I'd recommend it. It's pretty cool. Call us at Totally Reliable Moon Delivery Service. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I enjoyed it. I think you should play it through, especially on Game Pass. I don't yeah. know how much it would cost just downloading, but mm. I don't know. If you're on Game Pass, try it. If you're on Steam, try it. Try it. Yeah. It's worth it. Got you. Got you. And you know what Eagle's about to try? Well, he's not about to try. He's about to succeed. He's about to succeed in delivering us some of these juicy statistics. And an interesting one I see right here. I'm not going to spoil it, though. But um, he's going to do the bit that we do every week called Overachievers. Hello. 
Uh, yeah. So real quick, it's twenty five dollars on Steam. Ah, nice. Just to put that into perspective for you. Um, Most likely the same on Xbox, but yeah, it's probably pretty close. Yeah. Um. All right. So yeah, this week on Overachievers, we're going to take a look at Deliver Us the Moon with some of the most common achievement down to some of the rarest. Um. Mm -hmm. So kicking things off this week, light light the candles, man. We've got the first of many courses, which is the achievement that you get for collecting a piece of scannable information. Yeah, 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 yeah. And this sits at a hundred percent. Woo! Real Good. gamers. Real gamers, man. Real gamers. Also, they make you do it. <laughs> yeah, they make you do it, and uh, yeah, they make you do it. That was one of the weird things, like scannable materials and the audio files. It's like a lot of different concepts of delivering information to you that we've all seen before, particularly right. in Tacoma. Uh, particularly in Bioshock, particularly in Resident Evil, you know, you pick up the audio tapes and you get a little audio content that you can, you know, split apart in your head for context if you want. Um, but these were just kind of disjointed and very different from each other. Mm -hmm. They they didn't flow into anything. You walk into a room and there would be just a glowing blue object. <laughs> You're like, okay. okay. Mm -hmm. <laughs> and says, press right trigger in half of your <laughs> yeah. screen. This sounds critical, but I mean, it's you know, it's we're a gaming podcast, so yeah. you know, I guess this is where those opinions go. It was a little weird, but yeah, they they do make you do it. <laughs> and hundred uh, percent is a hundred percent, though. Love it. People played more yeah. than five minutes of this game. It's great. Hell yeah, hell yeah. Uh, so next up, I've got Fly Me to the Moon, uh, which is bade farewell to our home planet oh wait can't clap yet we're at 90.94 percent yes that puts some oomph to the hundred percent it does because this is like not Half far into point. the game no this is the beginning of the third no this is the end of the third no the beginning of the third quarter beginning hmm. of the second half no beginning of the 12th inning this is when you take off in the rocket <laughs> Yeah, like you're you're on you've been on your way for a little while now. Yeah, yeah, fair enough. I think an hour and a half into the game, you oh. definitely would have known if you liked it or not by this point, right? Yeah, I mean for sure. Um, I do just kind of wander through these games sometimes, and I read everything. So there's that. Yeah. Um. Um. So next up, we've got the achievement for the mechanic, which is for your boy yeah. uh, Ghostly, and that's Ghostly. to. Find yourself a friend. Yep. Which drops down to thirty-one point nine seven percent. Oof. Yeah. So yeah. baby farewell is not the halfway point. No, I, I think it's think. pretty early in the game. Yeah. Everybody was out. <laughs> once once they got up <laughs> into space, they're like, nah, I'm good. <laughs> it's like I only deal with Earth. <laughs> deliver you the jupiter <laughs> so this is where you find uh well i don't want to spoil it that's 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 disappointing it is nobody's stuck with it um so i pulled the achievement for beating the game which is called deliver us the moon but i'm not going to read the subtext because it is a little spoilery so i'll leave that alone yeah um but that takes a nosedive down to 
Do you think that's about where it should be for a game like this? No, I would, no. I would think more like 24 or 25 would be a number I'm more used to seeing. I or think... A little, little indie like this. Yeah, I think it's um, way low because of Game Pass. Um, oh, yeah. Because like, people see, ah, Deliver Us the Moon, a, a mystery thriller on the surface of the moon. Like, You'll get the No Man's Sky people and you'll get the star wars people and it's like oh wait i don't get a laser i don't get a lightsaber you know like, huh yeah i'm out or a laser saber yeah dude i'm out <laughs> get the moon yourself sorry <laughs> uh so next up i got the achievement for stargazer and i don't know how anybody has gotten this and it is to survive outside for 30 minutes which is at a crazy low 0.95%. Yeah, I don't know. I know what they're talking about. I know what part they're talking about. But 30 real minutes? Gosh. IRL minutes? Yeah, dude. Because your pack of air holds three minutes. How could that even happen? Like accidentally? Oh, it's not accidental. (laughs) Well, uh, like, yeah. I wonder if there's a place that like spawns air canisters or something. Yeah, like maybe there's some in the in a certain part that we're talking about. Maybe there's like some, like, ship or something that has air in it, and you just chill there. Uh-huh. Like if you find it, I don't know. Hmm. I don't like that though. Um. Uh, so next up, we've got the rarest of the rare, which is environmental analysis part four. Which is okay. to complete ten AstroTool dossier profiles. Yup. Which is, I think, everything. That's all collectibles, yeah. all scannables, like the whole nine yards. Uh, okay. And that is down at zero point seven three percent. Are you one of those? Absolutely not. I am one of those. You you got everything? Yeah. Oh. Wow. I remember getting this. Uh, this uh, achievement. I missed this like a couple scans because the word looks like Astro Doodle to me. <laughs> Fair enough. <laughs> but yeah, got this one. So what was this at? Zero point seven three. E. I'm trying to think what could have been missed. There are some things that could have been missed. Kind of tucked them in the corner. Mm-hmm. Man. Point seven three. That's some overachieving. It is. Shout out to your overachievers out there getting it. Yeah, I did not 100% because of that whole stargazer one. That's. I'm going to write them an email. I don't like that at all. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just playing. Thank you very much, Eagle, for doing that and being our resident statistician, getting all that together for the digital Edgy Stances Studios, which can be found at edgystances.com. We're going to start winding it up here. I um, want to thank everybody, as always, for coming in to listen to us talk about games. We really enjoy it a whole lot, um, especially in this time where uh, a bunch of crazy stuff is going on out there. Uh, hope you all are keeping busy. If you love gaming, keep busy with us. Join that Discord server. Find us on social media. Talk to us. We want to talk to you, too. We love gaming, and we love you all. Thank you for listening. Um, I'm Jacob, it's Rattleboy Al on the Xbox I don't really stream a whole lot, but I'm on there If you want to be friends or whatevs um, 
Where can we find you, the Eagle? Uh, you can find me at Best Eagle Alive pretty much anywhere. Yep, yep. We also got our good, good buddy Crow. Uh, he can't join us for this show, but uh, he's also not easy to get a hold of to be able to watch, stream, or play with. That's um, He usually points people towards the Discord, or I... um, you can just call Shroud because apparently he's got his number. Yeah, I did want to r- remind people this week. I told Brent if he couldn't make the show, I'd remind everybody that Shroud uh, killed him in front of thousands and thousands of people. And uh, goofed him. And then Sorry, went back and watched the replay of him <laughs> killing him because he thought he was so bad he might be cheating. Oh, I'm not laughing at you, Brent. It's just a so, funny story. I've got that video in my possession. If anybody needs it, <laughs> reach out uh, to me. I'll be I happy will. to send it to you. Again, I'm not being a bully, but just when Shroud goes, no, he's just bad. He's not <laughs> cheating. I'm like, oh my gosh. I don't know yes. what else do. <laughs> if that were me. Also, how Crow started the story with, I almost killed Shroud, not Shroud <laughs> clowned me. We love you, Crow. We miss you. Yeah. Adieu to you. And then uh, everyone out there, I feel like there's something big that I'm forgetting to say. I don't know. I'll just try and cover the bases. Thank yous again. Best wishes. We are on. If you want to tell a buddy about us, that would be super awesome. I know ratings and reviews, you know, kind of help, but you know, honestly, passing on world word of mouth. I think I almost said World of Warcraft. I don't know what my deal was there. <laughs> Not this corrupted word. Blood. <laughs> but uh, vanilla. But word of mouth is the best. We're on Spotify. We're on uh, whatever app you're using right now to listen to us. Um, we're also on Dash Internet Radios. We're broadcast on their multiplayer channel. New episodes airing on Thursdays for when you're whipping that Tesla and you hear some goofs, do some goofy things. Find us there. Um, yeah, I, you know, ratings and reviews are actually really cool because uh, we enjoy when people reach out. Um, we do this to make people happy so it's cool to be able to hear that stuff it is you got anything eagle uh no have a great week man we'll we'll see you next time all right man y'all stay ambered and have the best day you've ever had yeah